Welcome to the Galaxy's Undefeated Podcast, focusing on WWE's NXT. We're next up, NXT. I'm the skinny jeans, skinny jeans, skinny chins wearing avocado. Yeah. <laughs> I messed it up already. Avocado toast eating, overly sensitive crying, son of a gun. My name is Kyle. That dude's over there. That dude's. Man, you know, I take three weeks off from hosting. Hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Are you referring to Ronda Rousey's thing about millennial man or something like that? I am. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. And I'm not, that, that voice right there is Nick. Yes, this voice, this awareness, this consciousness um, speaking to you, Kyle, and yeah. also into this recording that someone maybe is listening to. I hope so. This, like Sometimes I, I think I'm, it's just me hearing a voice and this podcast right. goes out and it's just me talking to no one else. The form that is currently projecting this sound is referred to by other forms as Nick. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Nick. Are you sensitive? I, are you sensitive, by the way? Pretty, I'm pretty sensitive. I think, although um, I think a lot of that too is hyper awareness out of mm -hmm. uh, self consciousness. You know? Okay. So always trying to, and I think that like if you look back, hopefully you grow out of that year to year. But, of being uh, sensitive, I definitely had. I'm just saying. Well, no, not not being sensitive, but perhaps being too highly attuned to things that maybe aren't really ne necessary to be aware of but maybe that's true though with the older you get the less sensitive you get because or at least the less empathetic do you know like most old people i know are jerks <laughs> is that right <laughs> yeah well i mean i kind of see a little bit of like that bitterness that sets in with some older folks but it's yeah. not it's not uh you know universal oh yeah I guess nothing. There's certain. I think there are some enlightened uh, people who who are uh, kind of aware of of their place in life. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Going back to the Rhonda thing, like I had no problem with the promo. A lot of people hated it because of her age and her making fun of millennials and whoever wrote that or whatever. But I understand the concept of being a millennial and not liking certain aspects of things that are attributed to that moniker sure. you know um although the things she listed off i actually you know i wear those jeans i eat avocado toast i'm Ooh, sort of sensitive yeah yeah it's delicious avocado toast is really good you know what it's that it's the fatty avocado flavor with some salt it's good for the you. crunchiness and warmth of the toast yeah. i want to apologize i've got a little bit of a cold i'm coming down with a little bit of a cold and uh so you're gonna hear a little bit of that that's okay but, um no, it's a, it's a delicious meal, and I don't really like her promo. Consistently for me is just sort of like I don't know someone I don't relate to, and so it's fun to root against her, um, especially because her matches are all really good so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, like, is that are they trying to turn her? That's I guess that's my question. I don't think so. I think yeah. what's interesting is that you, there are people who are taking her side, people who are taking Becky's side. It's more just a cult of personality yeah. and less about who's wrong because they're both being like rude, you know, <laughs> like they're both being mean to yeah. each other. Becky's being arguably a little bit more outwardly mean with some like violent attacks and stuff. Um, yeah. But like they're both talking tough, uh, really tough. And uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah. That's a fun I, feud. I think so. I Becky's much tougher than I am, for sure. Oh my goodness. Um because we all know what happened. Former got, former NXT superstar Becky Lynch, let's just tie it in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she she got that face broken by on another SmackDown NXT live. Or on no, that was raw. That was a raw run in. Yeah. But that was Naya is from NXT. That's true. All yeah, man. She yeah, that bummed me out because I was looking forward to that match. And uh, anyway, I, she I get threw that fist right into that face. And I tell you what, uh, I want to just say that is beyond impressive. Of course, everyone knows that's beyond impressive. Yeah. To uh, have that kind of injury and that kind of like bleeding going on and everything, and just to perform and like actually just just go with it 
in like, being up. Uh, yeah. Like a free, <laughs> like how I can't even imagine how much pain uh, she must have been in and what that experience was like. Uh, severe concussion and just like totally taking it in stride and doing everything in character. Yeah. Um, and continuing just to the end of, and, and not even <laughs> skipping a beat in her performance. It yeah. was like when John Cena got his nose broken. Right. Uh, yeah. It just, it's kind of mind boggling. I want to say one more thing about it, then we'll get to NXT. I promise. I swear to God. Sure. But like my experience this with is that. related. It is related because I've had experience with a nose bust and I I have a fighting, sort of a fighting background, but before I got into that area of my life, I, I, I lied about <laughs> being good at boxing to this guy that I wanted to be friends with. Uh, he was like, naturally, a, yeah, he boxed. That's, how, was that's like, oh, actually yeah. how we became friends. We, we both, we walked up <laughs> to each other and we were like, uh, Hey man, uh, you good at boxing? Yeah, me yeah. too. Me yeah. too. Me too. And then we never just spoke of it again. And we never went boxing. We were all, we always talked no, about because, going boxing. You know, the truth is I am quite bad at boxing. Although I mm. did it as a kid and yeah. had fun, had fun getting my ass kicked. Uh, but also, I had a few like moral victories that yeah. I can remember. Wow! Uh, yeah. But bare knuckle boxing with friends, very fun. But I have, you know, it just I I don't have the the build. Yeah. Let's say. Well, I I befriended him, and he was like, "Hey, you want to <laughs> you want to actually box? I got gloves right here." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's spar." And he knocked me. The first punch was right on my nose. And it just dripped a little bit of blood, and I was out. I was out. Oh, okay. So she... <laughs> it's you, like, just seeing that blood uh, kind of sends it. you into a, a kind of a panic? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, my own blood. I can see anybody else's, and I'm fine, but mine, I'm out, like, immediately. Have um, you ever looked into how, like, common that is? Because you hear about that. I just, I wonder how common that kind of reaction to blood is a nurse who was supposed to take my blood for like a life insurance thing um she told me that that's an issue with people like it's yeah not that rare but it is a thing it's a known thing i forgot the name she called it but if you see your own blood and you start turning like blue uh and you, you get dizzy and you pass out that's a thing that you have you can't really overcome that's just the thing that you yeah have to go through um and you just have to be prepared for it with like yogurt. <laughs> I'm like, well, all right, yeah, I'll never give blood. Yeah, there. certainly, certainly, like drops of blood from the nostril, which is what I've experienced yeah. in terms of a nosebleed, is nothing like uh, my parts of my face bone have been smashed, and so blood is just coming out of every, you know, like my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's a different level, and to just go ahead and be a warrior. Uh, about it that that's pretty uh pretty incredible yeah i don't know how to do it well we i don't like to see that you know yeah. i don't like to see, see people get hurt but to see <laughs> to see someone just do that like make that choice with their life it's just yeah. kind of i just have to be in awe and respect her at least right 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 well she gets some rest i, I so guess maybe good. maybe not maybe it's a bad idea i don't know uh we saw what happened on Raw, so what happened on SmackDown? Well, uh, we had a sort of a surprise title match that mm -hmm. felt like it was going to be another AJ Styles, uh, re you know, retains the title, but that's not what happened. Oh, oh, he lost it? He lost it to Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay. Okay. Who won, who won with, you know, nefarious tactics. Nef nefarious I'm talking about the ref took a bump uh, as in every great match <laughs> um, wow I'm kidding did no, he really uh, the ref the ref did take a take a bump and then uh, Daniel Bryan proceeded to low blow oh he took advantage oh he got he did a Nakamura thing did he hit AJ in the balls it was kind of a yeah it was kind of a, a knee a knee to the how is that his weakness? Teased. How does he not learn? That's it. Uh, <laughs> he, you know what? I would say, sir, wear a cup. And uh, even if he does, though, I mean, you can't, that sort of blunt force is going to do real 
debilitating damage. Yeah. It'll take you down quick. Yeah. His wife is going to make him quit altogether. She's going to be like, stop getting hit in the it. balls. You, you know, have and to he's going to, you know, because they could, they could be comfortable on the merch sales. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think AJ Styles has had such a great run. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next between these two. Yeah. Because now real. there's real, you know, there's going to be a rematch. There's real heat. Yeah, there's tension, man, because, I mean, he had it Before, for how long? He, he broke a well, record for how long he's had that title, right? The first time they had the title match on SmackDown, it was sort of the, well, it was announced for Crown Jewel, but uh, they had it on SmackDown. Yeah. And uh, I was joking in the Discord that it was like two dads, <laughs> two similar. They're so similar. They're just, I just was like, it's like Republican dad and Democrat dad, you yeah. know? And one is uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, <laughs> and one is Community Garden like and they're both very well meaning and it's just like how is this yeah. like how is this a real I can't get even though these wrestlers are two really great wrestlers I just it just was a, it struck me as funny to have them uh in a match yeah because what's the dynamic supposed to be but now there's something I like it I and I want to see a heel Daniel I do yeah it'll be I think fun. that'll be fun yeah well let's get to what we're actually here to do NXT. We're going to cover this week's NXT and we're going to go over our picks for war games that's coming up on Saturday night. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to make picks off the top of my head because I I want to be present in the moment. Yeah. Thinking about it as we are. I like this episode because it was like some build up for a couple of uh women wrestlers yeah. who we already are excited about what's happening next with them. Yeah. Uh, but then straight into story for Saturday. Yeah. And they started hot too this this episode. There were no like recaps or anything. It just went straight to a match with Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim, which was a match that mm-hmm. I really wanted to see because I, I know you liked Mia Yim's first match. I was sure. really I, looking yeah, forward it to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I was real I was really looking forward to it. She didn't show much of her signature stuff, so I was really looking forward to this one. And it was almost the same thing. And I was surprised that well, I don't know if I was surprised with her losing because Bianca, they're building Bianca, right? I, I guess I would be more surprised if Bianca lost. Yeah, the results make sense to me. Yeah. Uh, and also the story that they told with the match makes sense to me. Bianca, you know, it's it's almost like a statement win for her. And then Mia is now put in a position where she it really has to prove herself. Yeah. Because this is a, this is a loss, uh, you know, pretty quick out the gate. But... Uh, I, the the fact that Bianca won doesn't surprise me, given the build they've given her, and the it seems to me to be like a parallel build they're giving to Lacey Evans because I just feel like oh they God. could yeah. have some sort of um, chemistry either as a team or against each other. It would be pretty nuts. And why not do both? Right? Like if they teamed up for something, and then they are going at it while they're on the same team. We've seen that happen with other tag teams before, like forced tag sure. teams. I think that would wor- work really well with Bianca. I like that idea, uh, Bianca and Lacey, for sure. I was yeah, wondering I just, how you I get feel them like together. Yeah. They've had a match before, and it mm-hmm. was like, it was remarkably good for how like how how new they were um, at the time. Yeah. So uh, I, th- I just think that like, the, I'm seeing sort of a parallel build because... Uh, Lacey Evans has a match on this episode too, and she has a she has a match where she really shows a lot of character, mm-hmm. um, specifically with the things we've seen before, where it goes from graceful to I've been triggered into like this anger mode. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, and so like she got to do that with her match. Yeah, and we'll get to that, but that's one of my that's probably my favorite thing with Lacey is that consistent character moment in every match. Where she's just kind of toying around, just wrestling as an elegant wrestler. And then she turns, right? Because she gets caught off guard by something. And then she gets real mad and throws that punch. I freaking love it. And it doesn't ha- have to happen the same way every right. match. But yeah. um, it just, it, ha- it got to happen again here. She did the thing where she like threw her handkerchief and, you know. But that yeah. was before, that was before being triggered into anger, anger lacy. Yeah. <laughs> Who is going to enforce her manners with punches. <laughs> That's right. Why not? I mean, she's a veteran, right? 
So that's a real villain. That's like, yeah. you know, you're going to be on me about like how I hold, uh, which fork I use. And I hate all that stuff. Yeah. So she seems like the, you know, don't, you know, that's not how you do your tie and that sort of, and like, you need to, you know, part <laughs> your hair this way and just like dumb rules that I would have never cared about. You know, that's a great villain for me uh, because I don't, you know, because <laughs> I'm, because I'm such a petulant brat. Yeah. You, that's a great villain because they all do that at some point. Like they force you to do silly things, right? Like you have to march yeah, in a certain way or truly yeah, yeah. they're evil. They're so, yeah. they're so in the land of concepts where she sees other people and just the way they behave has to be in line with how she thinks things should be. Well, and that is uh, that sort of compulsion I think is seen uh, as evil by a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, you get bo- you get to the top, you get bored, and you're like, what can I make these underlings do today, you know? Right. Maybe I can make them jump a few times or something. You know, just like, yeah, I, I love that about her character. Now that we're yeah. talking about Lacey a lot during the Bianca Belair and Mia Yim match. Well, I just, I, I think <laughs> that the main thing about these matches, because bo- both of them, they weren't like the most interesting thing, because this... This wasn't a great um, highlight for Mia because of right. the, the pace of the match, and it wasn't a great highlight for uh, Carissa in the other match because it was more one-sided for Lacey. So I think both of these matches, what really um, we're supposed to take away, and we're because if if a competitor is made to is not necessarily made to look good in a match, I don't think the show intends for you to like remember it as much. I hope so because when I watched the Mia this match with Bianca and Mia, I kind of got the sense that Mia is a Kona Reeves, and that made me mad because I really well, want. <laughs> it's just been two matches, so we'll yep. we'll see. I know. And Kona Kona is like this long burn character, so yeah. maybe it's not such a bad thing because yeah. it could it could work out. Um, yeah, Kona reminds me of. <laughs> I'm going to say Elias, but Elias to me, from the moment I saw him oh. in NXT, I was like, this guy is amazing. And yeah. I wasn't 100% sure he would get over because it seemed like everyone just hated him. Uh, but then it was so loud every time he came out where I was like, no, I I actually believe in this character. Um, he he was so obnoxious, uh, yeah. you know, uh, with all the scarves and just the way he would he would strum and, and play as if he was something special. Yeah. Um, what a horrible <laughs> oh, man. kind of person. You knew he was and, good. And I, when he came out, I think it was one of our first NXT things that we went to go see, like a live event. And he oh, came yeah. out and I just could I can't stand him, man. I couldn't stand him at all, but I love him on the main roster. Um, well, I don't know what I, it was. It's rubbing the wrong they way. They have put him right in in the exact right spot and i think people audiences have recognized how fun it is to go along with that yeah i think to me and the same thing i i think the kona is less elias and probably more miz hopefully like that's that would be his path that'd be so Uh, cool yeah it would be a path where for a long time people would just hate him like that um yeah but that that has the potential with Miz to turn around, you know, into something strong. Yeah. Well, he's definitely sense. got the size and everything. So I, he's got something like people recognize the things that he does. He comes out, he has this little thing he does with his hands down and his face looking up, you know, he's got nice little signature things about his character already built. Well, I, and I'll admit that I just want his character to work out. So that's why I'm putting positive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to say positive things and put that out into the universe. Yeah. Because uh, th- that's the only way I can, uh, <laughs> you know, influence that. <laughs> but I just want the character to work out. So I'm just going to, you know, if it doesn't, it won't. Do but you think? I I, I oh. think it will. I hope it will. I want to ask one question about Bianca before we move on to the next thing, which was the War Raiders thing. And... So when Bianca first came out, I always got that sense that she was going to be a heel and you thought she was towing the line, which she was towing the line at okay. the beginning, right? Um, but now she is kind of... Yeah, well, it, it was it was not exactly clear. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But now it's pretty clear that she's a heel with the way she acts, right? 
I think. I think I think so. I don't think it's as much as like Lacey right. to me at least. Um, but then again, when it's like with Becky and Rhonda, you could sort of pick your side between those two characters because you... both of them are pretty. Because like, um, I think with with uh, Bianca, you know, there's plenty to to be offended by there with just her attitude of I'm better and the reality that like she is this you know once in a lifetime athlete was what they keep calling her but you know a great athlete super strong yeah uh great performer really charismatic um you know a real threat and and like has this like interesting hair gimmick thing that could pay off (laughs) and that could pay off in a neat way so uh yeah I just I, I think that she's got a lot of potential I, I was noticing past couple matches, especially this one, she's doing a lot more brutal, uh, like moves, just like kind of squeezing the head of the opponent, you know, just try. It looked like she was trying to rip the head off of Mia, and you wouldn't if you go back, you don't really see that with her at the beginning. She was more about powerlifting and stuff, and she's kind of like, yeah, it, you couldn't tell if she was bad or good before, but more good than definitely bad and i feel like she's showing the heel side a lot more with those brutal like but so i i think in the same way that you you know how sometimes you will have uh like what's the word i'm looking for you'll have like an understanding for a bat for a heel type character mm-hmm. well you'll provide a defense for where johnny's coming from for yeah. example yeah um for her for bianca i feel like you know she uh, is undefeated mm-hmm. and is legitimately really good. And the commentary even said that she should probably get a title shot. Yeah, I mean, that's note, true. Uh, that they had said that. And so, like, what she's doing is being very annoying to her boss, to the guy who would get her the the match. Okay. And being very, like, persistent with him because she believes she's being overlooked and she kind of has a point. And that's the whole game. Yeah. And so, like, if I'm going to defend Johnny for attacking Alistair, let's say, yeah, yeah. like, she's just being annoying. Like, that's, that's the worst true. thing that she's possibly... So that's where I'm sort of on her side, like, yeah. okay, like, you are... Squeaky wheel gets the, you know, attention yeah. in this case. Okay, and, yeah, I, I um, get that now, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. She's pleading her case, and that's where I'm kind of on her side. What's her D&D character? Um, she's not chaotic good. No, I think maybe chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that all makes sense, and now I've kind of changed my mind on the whole heel thing. I, I was or, coming at it like lawful. a black and white situation, and I felt like it just... It's really not. You're right. She's just being annoying. She wants the attention. She yeah. definitely no, deserves I, it. I think yeah. that's where you could defend her. However, there's still... This is wrestling, and it's a, it is a show about personalities, and so if I am in the audience, and that's rubbed me the wrong way... And I'm thinking, because that happens in sports all the time. Yeah, where you have you have you have players who act a certain way while they play, mm-hmm. and you have audience member, uh, you have people in the stands making decisions about he shouldn't be able to act that way because he hasn't been he's only been in the league three years or yeah. and like every and they talk about it as if it's like this this moral code and and maybe there is some of that especially in the dugout or in the on the in the clubhouse and stuff like among teams mm-hmm. but like um but it it's just it becomes such a big part of the story and for wrestling since it is all contrived anyway uh you get to react to her character and be like I just, I, yeah, but I don't like the way she's going about it. She could yeah. do it a better way. So, you know, that's a, a, but I'm more on her side, I think. Yeah, I think I've flipped to that too. I I like that. Thank you for clearing that up, man. I appreciate it. Well, I just try to, I try and look at it from different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, we had War Raiders, Dunn and Ricochet, kind of fighting over who was going to be, is it team captain? <laughs> Were the team captains going out there and wrestling? I didn't really understand what was going on other than what was well, at stake. Each team had to choose someone to represent their team in this match, which then would decide which team would have the advantage at war right. games, which means they would have like this man advantage for like two rounds. Right. Okay. And Ricochet won definitely wanted to go in real bad. That's what I got from this because he kept saying the th- same thing over and over again. Yeah. 
<laughs> which was super annoying. To go. Yeah. This, you know, this was f- okay backstage thing where yeah. they were all trying to in character speak their piece about why they were going to go. Um, Hanson sort of like alphas up and, uh, you know, if that's a thing <laughs> yeah, and, no. and just, I'm going to go. And so, uh, he, he goes and it's against O'Reilly and I'm interested in that actually. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was, a- it, it turned out to be a, a good match. Now where I'm going to like try and defend the like decisions of every wrestler always, uh-huh. I can't defend Hanson trying to go up to the top rope to finish this match off. Yeah, I can't. He didn't need to do that, that, right? No, like, that was very silly. Uh, he he was selling the knee the entire match. Yeah, he, uh, I know we're skipping to the end, but this is how I think about the story. Like Kyle O'Reilly was attacking that knee the entire yes. time, and Hanson was really doing an amazing job of selling as a big guy. It really felt like he was just like this huge redwood being chopped down yeah, by Kyle yeah. O'Reilly. It was amazing, and. Yep. It was great. I loved the dynamic because it was a really slow thing. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of show off of Hanson's uh, uh, athleticism, which I think should be used really like sparingly because it always, it, sh- it should be surprising. I should never be, when I see it, I should never be like, oh, that again. You know? Yeah, right. And they did. They saved it. At least they saved it. But the way they, they saved it until to the very end when when he really could just lay on kyle o'reilly and and just like yeah wear him out like that's how that's how a fight works uh <laughs> he he decides to go up to the top arguably because it's gonna be a, a big strong move or whatever gets distracted by adam cole mm-hmm. which why you know you know shoe fly yeah um so yeah i can't defend that however it flowed into a like interesting ending where kyle o'reilly ends up getting the advantage yeah okay i i thought that whole ending was silly but um right i was looking for how kyle o'reilly was going to come out of that because i felt like they were going to win it and uh i didn't yeah and i didn't mind seeing like the involvement of the rest of the team because it painted the picture of undisputed era being like this really uh uh well well choreographed unit versus this gaggle this other like motley crew of people who consist of one team that like pretty much does their own thing and then pete dunn who pretty much does his own thing and then ricochet who is unlike anyone uh so right but it's a bunch of show-offs yeah it's a bunch of show-offs on that team and then undisputed era is like what's our strategy except for cole he kind of has that selfish attitude every once in a while but he can still coordinate with his team and still show that he cares about the it's, strategy with his team it's yeah. an interesting dynamic as much was Han- as much as hansen was kicking out in this match yeah it really like is painting and all the all the uh interactions and and brawls that they've had has painted a picture of uh you know the good guy team who for lack of a better you know what should we call them i, I don't know they don't yeah what what would be our Half of them are trees, so oaks, and the other two okay. are, uh, I don't know. What do you call that? Well, let's call them um, potpourri. Potpourri. Uh, okay. I like that. So you've got potpourri. <laughs> you've got this team over here um, who basically, like, they are stronger. They're shown as stronger in every sure. interaction. Um man to man um but they there's kind of like some miscommunication and some disagreement among them they don't work as well as a team yeah and then you've got the other guys who are shown as weaker and and but then they cheat because it's kind of like they have to yeah uh but they're really good at that they're good at doing that and then they are like they're an extra thorn in people's side because they want to get under the skin and stir up the emotions yeah. of their opponents, uh, which in this case works well because their opponents already aren't communicating well. So yeah, undisputed <laughs> that's era the sto- dynamic. Undisputed era also s- kind of has this surprise element to them too because none of that other team has dealt with Bobby Fish, Bobby Fisher, Bobby Fish, 
Fish. Sure. Fish, right? Is it Fisher or yeah, Fisher? Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish, yeah. Sure. They have not dealt with him yet, so they don't know what to expect from him you know, in that story, right? Because none of them have wrestled him. He just comes out and beats him up with a chair, and that's it. It's, um, it's going to be fun to watch. I'm yeah. looking forward to this War Games uh, because it's just a lot of really personal grievances between yeah. these people. Um, and it is going to be, you know, you've got Undisputed Era who on paper should lose this fight, you know, just in this brawl. Well, but yeah, they have this man advantage that they're going to exploit, which is wonderful. Uh, That's how I think you want to use the man advantage, which is a a silly, I don't know. It's a weird thing with war games and it can be, it can be kind of confusing, but um, in this situation, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I like it. I'm excited about it. Well, we got that one out of the way. Hanson O'Reilly. What was uh, after that promo? Oh, it was a Gargano recap, right? Um, we did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they talk about his social media presence with the Johnny did nothing wrong hashtag, right? Um, I, I still feel like this is the best storytelling and, and I think a lot of people feel that way. For me, I'm just so invested in it. So I'm really excited about seeing if there's any... Like, does Champa get involved like we talked about last week? Do you still think that's going to happen with Champa getting involved? Maybe Gargano gets involved with Champa's match? I don't know which way it's going to go, right? It could be. I mean, you know, their their eventual reuniting is like the thing we've talked about as being like the only real way to to close this up it feels like yeah but who knows if that'll ever happen there's got to be a little bit of a build it's pretty great i just i'm gonna continue to enjoy not knowing what to expect with this yeah i just like thinking about and and if you do if you're listening and you you feel like you do know where this story is going let i would like to hear why you think that way actually yeah i would love to hear that send us a message that's gonna be should we just ask that question? Let's do it. Yeah. What do you think? That's not a very concise question. What do you think is going to happen with this storyline? What, what, how do you think it's going to end? How do you think it's going to end? Oh, my goodness. Hopefully it's not never. really going to end. Where do you... Hmm. Yeah, what's the... Because there's a bunch of... I feel like there's a bunch of climaxes. <laughs> Right, it Wrestling just keeps going is up the, and down, up and down. The truest art form because it never began, mm. never ends. Yeah, that's true. How do you ask that question? What do you think is going to happen next? There's no pretense of authorship. Everything yeah. is shared. The audience is a part of the show. Um, I don't know. That's the fun part. I think that's a good question. Is what do you think is going to happen next? What do you think is going to happen next, you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a segment. That should be uh, like a whole segment. What do you think is going to happen next? What do you think is going to happen next, <laughs> comma, you guys, question you guys. mark. I like it. Let's do that. In in the Midwest, we don't say y'all. We say you guys. Yeah. And then New Jersey is you guys. I guess. But what do you think's better? You, New Jersey or Midwest? To, no, I mean y'all versus you guys <laughs> oh, specifically because those I are the two y'all. I've been exposed to. I love y'all. I, I lived in the South for a long time. I never said y'all. I moved to the Midwest. I start saying y'all because I miss the South. Yeah, I love here's, y'all. Here's my take. I lived in Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And uh, people, did, it was both. It was one or the other. But Really? You guys always felt more Hannibalian. Anyway, that doesn't feel, have anything to do with anything. I feel like um, I'm five years old if I'm saying you guys. You guys. Come on, you guys. Let's get like a soda. Complaining and uh, whining. R- Riddle and Ono. Mm. Yeah, that's the match that I'm looking forward to. So this is, it's. did you say it's pre-taped before the event takes place? This will be a match. Like if, if I'm going to take over War Games at, uh-huh. like with a ticket in the audience, yeah. I'm seeing this match. Okay. It's happening before the show proper, like okay. before they do the big video entrance. Cool. Uh, our like uh, video like the intro work 
yeah, the big war games thing that they're going to do and maybe AAA, hey, this is our brand, this is your NXT, you know, what the, yeah. the thing that they do. Um, so, yeah, it'll be like before and they'll tape it and it'll be on a on an episode of NXT that airs. Do after. you do you see I know you like to take it as it goes, right? But humor me on this. Matt Riddle's going to win. What does that do to Ono, man? He's been out there like knocking people out with one punch. He's one punch man. And Riddle shows up. This whole feud is I about I don't think it's I rarely will make like hardcore reactions to just the idea of Ono losing because I don't know how he's going to lose. I don't know what the match looks like. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't know if he's going to lose. He he might win in some way that, you know, makes uh, him out to be just the worst villain ever. Yeah. Maybe um, they continue, like they build a feud off of this match. Right. I can right. see that. So, yeah, yeah. so right. yeah, that's, I mean, I'm answering in by not answering in the way that you expected me to, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> but giving I me just, more to think about because I only yeah. went into it kind of blinded by the fact that Matt Riddle is yeah. the shiny new pony on Well, My and don't think you know what's going to happen, like, yeah. you know, ever, because um, that's the whole game of pro wrestling is, is mm-hmm. that they can put you in a in a spot as a fan where you expect oh this is definitely what's going to happen yeah um and then it doesn't because it just didn't this time right right (laughs) right and it's and like the thing is like non-fans will look at my reactions to things and be like of course the thing that you didn't think was going to happen happen that's how like they see it yeah. they they like see it more and i'm like no but you know i but really <laughs> like it makes it doesn't make sense because aj is like new in the company and you know they should like be pushing him right now and it's just like no no like aj it worked out okay after he got beat by chris jericho yeah it worked out really good for him so that's true. anyway um yeah we don't fans the more they know that the less they know you know about yeah. what's going to happen well, I like that. I, I just saw it as Riddle's going to win and then Ono's going to disappear for a while, but no. That, Maybe. They'll probably further the feud. Yeah, it could be anything, right? Well, yeah. Hey. I mean, they usually have smart booking in the show. Yeah. And even if, even if he... I mean, he, Ono has lost before, and yep. here he is with a match against Riddle that we want to see. It's not on the card proper, yeah. but it's probably going to be the main event of an episode. He's lost cool. before with a different attitude. Like he is completely different True. since the win streak. So I feel like, yeah, if he and wins, bad it'll guys be are just, they, they can take more losses, can't they? Yeah. Oh, what if, dude, we still haven't gotten an answer for the brass knuckles. Whose brass knuckles were they? And does Regal still have them or did Ono go and steal them? And is he going to use the brass knuckles in the match? Dude. Well, I would, I would assume they were Gargano's, but why, why are you, you know, wondering well, if it's maybe uh, Ono. We talked about the idea of uh, Candice and Ono being in on the thing because Nikki was like, I know what you did and I know what you did. And we haven't gotten any answers on why Candice is in all black, uh, why she maybe lied for her husband to give him like an alibi or whatever. And then. Because she's ride or die. Because she's ride or die. And they were all sitting at the same table. She's not Except a for Gargano when Alistair was found on the ground, right? So we knew that the timeline wasn't adding up with Candace, so maybe Ono was also with Candace. Maybe he provided the brass knuckles. I don't know. Could be. He is the knockout artist. Yeah. So and he could have crafted have he could have crafted the brass knuckles out of well, brass. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see. Right, time will tell. We haven't said that in a long time. Time will tell. No. No, but it will, and it always does. <laughs> Time is on our side. Uh, Carissa River, River, Rivera versus Lacey Evans. We already talked about that. Did you have any more you wanted to talk about with that match? We did, but yeah, all it was was, you know, Lacey looking strong and then Carissa getting a little bit of offense, like with a couple of chops and a drop kick. And then this, and then she had the temerity to go for like a cover on Lacey, which Lacey was not happy about. In fact, no. kicked out at one. Like, how dare you cover me? And then um, punched, you know, punched her with that finisher, the woman's yeah. right. And uh, and that was it. 
I like how fast that punch is, too. How she always recovers from whatever happened and just doesn't rear up slow at all. She just delivers the punch really hard and it's looks so good. God. And I'm gonna steal I'm gonna steal your note and say that yes, yeah, she does remind me of Debbie Egan on Glow, but the character, you know, the yeah. Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell, that was the name of Very the, much yeah. Liberty Bell. Yeah, like a heel Liberty Liberty Bell. But right. cool, like, like I, yeah, but, you know, an NXT Liberty yeah. Bell. Definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. more, you know, more of a, a well-defined character, less of a cartoon character. Yeah. But um, still a cartoon, still a wrestling, you know, uh, over-the-top wrestling character. Yeah. And then we had Champa do a promo, sort of. And I... So we're not going to talk about picks yet, but when I was looking at the WWE... Uh, poll on Facebook when I was voting and I just saw Velveteen Dream his picture right next to Champa's picture I just kept thinking like my heart tells me Champa's gonna win but I I just don't know and if he doesn't win that's his ba- that's the only thing he has is that title he walks around right cradling that we've talked about it it's his baby he talks to it a lot um he definitely has a nickname for it and, I like uh, that he's focused. He seems to be focused on this match. I yeah. like that uh, Lars did not get added to it. I guess. Yes. Um, well, so far, I guess a, he could still as show a casual up. as a casual viewer. You know, because he may interrupt it. Uh, but as a casual viewer, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. Yeah, me too. But I'm just a casual uh, viewer who records myself talking to my friend about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, you know, there's not much more to say about Champa versus Dream because I, they both made their case as to yeah. why they should be champion. I, I can, I can see. This is what I like about the match is I can see Dream now with the title. Like he's done enough. That character, he's done enough growth. He handles each match like he's grown since the beginning. We talked about that where he's not as weak as he used to be, where he's not showing off as much. Um, WWE ha- will put a uh, title on a young person, especially yeah. NXT. Oh yeah, for we've sure. seen we've seen that with Dunn, Tyler Bate, um, and it could happen. Bo, but like I'm worried about Champa, man. Like what what's going to happen to him if he loses worried the about only him. thing that he if cares he loses about. the title? He I already lost Johnny. He would be upset and want to get it back and probably start raising all kinds of hell. Oh man, I just. I don't know if I want to see that Champa, that dark. I don't know, dude. That's <laughs> gonna be so dark, because he already lost the thing he loved the most, and now he's about to lose it. He could lose it again. I think that that Tommaso Champa is nearing the end of. Well, he's nearing the final act of yeah. this con this constant loop of of people who are caught too much in their own ego and that is you strive and you strive and you get and then things fall apart and then you break down and then you get back up and then you strive and you strive and you get and, and it's constantly it's constantly yeah. this thing that that's happening and champa is going to realize that soon well uh, dream dream is the guy to do it i think there are two guys on the roster that could get under champa's skin right now and actually like throw him through a loop cause him to get off his game because dream goes into every match dressed in a way that references something that pisses his opponent off. Right. And I'm not worried about the outcome of this match because both characters are so strong. Yeah. I just want to know what dreams thinking, like what's he going to come in with? What's he going to be wearing? Is he going to come in (laughs) with like a Gargano mask? I don't know. Who knows? I, I, but yes, it is. It's great to have yeah. uh, a wrestler who puts that much uh, thought into their wardrobe. Yeah, and there are plenty who do. But and then we had uh, Kyrie and Shayna kind of a promo going on. I, I'm excited about this. I, I know it's going to be long, or it has potential to be long. Could well, be short be. though. Well, I guess it could be short, but I mean the fact that it's a three fall or best out of three falls count two anywhere right no oh it's not okay all right so it's just two out of three two falls out of three. normal falls normal falls all right yeah 
But uh, yeah, it's going to be, here's why I'm excited about it. It has the potential to be really good because Shayna has the propensity to do new things that I haven't seen uh, and do interesting things and matches end in interesting ways with her. Um, And then you could tell like a story with a a body part um, because, you know, I think that Kyrie's uh, is it elbow is still hurting. Yeah. Yeah. From the last encounter. So, um, yeah, I could just see potential for a really interesting fight story. I like that which, because a lot of the a lot of books I read, like Stephen King, uh, The Dark Tower, it, it, any good fictional story where they have a a hero protagonist, uh, like in a fantasy setting, will eventually lose so, something of their most important aspect about their character. Right. So, like in The Dark Tower. Um, Roland loses his shooting hand because a crab bites it or something and he can't use his like best shooting hand now he has to use his second best <laughs> and it's he's not I as good this. right um, yeah welcome to next up NXT yeah uh, bet, dorkiest nerdiest and I mean this in a good way <laughs> wrestling recap NXT podcast hey if you're watching wrestling you're already a dork the dorkiest geekiest Dorky person nerd yeah geek I don't know what any of those words mean, but I'll tell you this. Uh, wrestling is good. NXT is good. Yeah, I agree. And I like this story because I want to go back to that. Sorry. Kyrie has lost her elbow. It's just like, it's like those hero stories that I really love and you hate it because your hero can't use what she's, like a hundred percent lost her elbow. She's like Rayman where she's just got her hands like floating out in the air. Yeah. So what, yeah. How is she going to handle that? How is she going to pull it off? Cause I feel like she will. And I'm excited about seeing her win that uh, title. I love that prediction. I love that prediction. Oh, let's get into it. We can get into it now. Are we ready for predictions? I think so. Yeah. All right. War game picks. Here we go. We got, Oh boy. Here are the matches. We got Ono and Riddle. Do we keep score? Did I win last time? Of course not. I won. <laughs> I no, think I, think I win tied. every time. That's what my heart and soul are kind of revealing to me at this time. Actually, you know what? I think you won because I ended up choosing a crazy prediction for one of the matches last time, and I forgot what it right. was. Um, my favorite thing is when I would like have games with you or whoever about <laughs> predicting uh, WWE pay-per-views. Yeah. And then like, usually just the difference would be, I would pick Roman to win. <laughs> yeah. And it usually would happen. Uh, anyway. Win. Um, yeah. Okay. So we had Ono and Riddle. That's the first match. And I'm, g- I'm going to pick Riddle. That was what my heart was on. Um, okay. But, but man, this you- doesn't count. This is on the pre show, but oh, it we does, should count, count it. It should be, this should be the tiebreaker. Um, okay. Point. How about them? I chose Riddle. I'm also going to choose Matthew Riddle now that oh. he's made his day butt. Yeah. It was a good day butt. It was a good day butt. Uh, and uh, he's got a good butt. So mm-hmm. it's going to be Matt Riddle. He's going to win. Yep. He's going to kick butt. Match. I don't know the matches in order. So let's just say Alistair and Gargan. It's probably going to be the tag team match. Man, that feels like a main yeah. event to me, Alistair Gargano. Yeah, but... Champa's got it the title. It might not be. Champa, so. that's true, but and then Champa he always brags about having the main event. So <laughs> and then they don't give him the main event. Oh man, that would that would mess with them so much. You got Dream coming out. This is out. a full, all ma- all of the matches are to me, yeah. They're equal, they're almost equally important. All yeah. of these oh, matches. Yeah. They are, for sure. Um all right, let's just go into Gargano and Alistair. Let's don't worry about the order. Sure. All right, you choose Doesn't first matter. this time. Who you think's going? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this is tough, right? Uh, not for I know mine already. So, like, well, I don't want to think about it too much because if you think about it too much, it does get a little tough. But I'm. You're right. I really shouldn't think about it so much, and uh, I am going to go with. Um, I got to go with Alistair Black. Really? Okay. Yeah. I w- I'm going with Gargano. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and ultimately what made my choice was that I just, f- 
I, it'll feel better to root that way for me because I want to root for Alistair. So, yeah. Um, but I, I also totally see Gargano winning. I can see Black winning. Like I, this is uh, we say it every time. This is what I love about NXT is like every outcome is a possibility, and it almost always makes sense. So like Black makes sense to me. Gargano makes sense to me. They both their stories make sense as a winner here. Um, well, but I'm still going I, Gargano. Part of part of being a good wrestling fan, I think probably to some extent, is just accepting whatever happens to an extent. Yeah. Uh, but we've also just been spoiled on the level of if you do that, you're basically normally fine as a fan of NXT. You're normally sure. not going to be let down if you yeah. just kind of trust what's going to happen. Um, I don't know why I'm saying these things. I don't know either. <laughs> Let's go to the next match. Uh, War I'm Games. So sorry. It's Undisputed Era versus Potpourri. And uh, yeah, you did you you chose the first last time, so I'll choose first this time. Uh, I'm going Undisputed Era. I I have to also choose Undisputed Era. Okay, all right, that's interesting. I really thought you would think Potpourri was gonna pull it off there. They really. could crack. I mean, yeah. they could crack. That could happen. Yeah, which is dope. I'm glad that that could happen. But yeah. I I do see them winning. Yeah, me too. I I, uh, I think if Potpourri loses here, which I, has every reason why they would lose because Ricochet does his own thing. Dunn does his own thing. And then if one of those two are the reason why they lose, it doesn't make War Raiders look any weaker, you know, because it's not their fault. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I think Undisputed pulls it out and I think it's going to be, do we get bonus points if we come up with the, like why or how they finish? And it happens. You get pride. I think you get pride and honor and honor, you know. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to say, God. how many points do I get if I'm not super specific, but I say Bobby Fish gets psychotic um, while Man, the we're ref... just talking about a different game at that point. That's just a different game. That's <laughs> okay. just a different... I, don't I think just want more sign. points. Okay. I know, but, it, but then it's like, uh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah. With the points. Okay. Well, it's like the you lottery. You can't measure. No. You can't measure just something to that with that degree of, uh, you know. It's like the lottery. Specific, you get just a couple of numbers. You get like three dollars. But if you get all the numbers, you mm-hmm. get you know millions. Anyway, all right. So what did I? <laughs> I chose undisputed era. You also chose undisputed era. Okay. Um, we got Kyrie and Shayna. You choose first this time. I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler. Oh, okay. All right. I, I'm going with Shayna. Oh, no. I'm going with Kyrie. So that's two where we differ on. All right. I know, but I know that Shayna's going to win now, uh. especially after that Freudian slip you just made. <laughs> no. No, man. Um, Kyrie's totally going to pull it out. Because the, the hero winning with a broken elbow where her signature move is the elbow, it's hmm. going to be great. She's going to either have to do Shayna's move on her Put her to sleep. Oh my God! Or I'll say do, this, do the even anchor. though even though it's going to hurt me in this little imaginary game we're playing, I would like to see it. It would make me happy uh, yeah. to see her get her treasure back. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just see Shayna winning yeah. in some sort of way. Yeah, That's I mean, gonna I, be fun. I could see that too. But yeah, but she can win and lose because it's the best two out of three falls yeah, match. That's true. Okay. Do you want to go that specific? Who? Do you think it goes back and forth? Do you think one and one and then that could be a tiebreaker? I guess. I mean, yeah. I but no, I think uh, I think it's going to be two to one, Shayna. Really? Okay. I, I was going to say it's going to be two to one, Kyrie. All right. Okay. All right, there we go. Um, and then the final match of the night, which we don't know if it really mm. is or not, because they can mess with uh, the final match of this. Us talking about it. The picks. The Champa picks. and Velveteen Dream. And I guess I'll go first. And oh my God, no! I thought it was going to be easy for me to say, and I can't. I can't. I can't say Champa. Like I want to say Champa. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Champa. I'm just gonna say it. I don't feel like that's right, but I'm gonna say Champa, and I'm gonna lock it in. Boom! Press the button. Mm, I I am hardcore because this is a game about predictions, and so. (laughs) 
really what we can predict to be fair, I think is just like the, the outcome of the match. So who won and yeah. how, um, so I am tempted to predict that this match is going to be a DQ. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If it's the last match of the night, which I feel like it will be totally could be a DQ. Uh, God, I think if Gargano it's going to be loses to Alistair Black, he comes in and helps Champa, and it gets to be a DQ. I think it's going to be a DQ mm-hmm. victory for Dream. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you get so, to that? Yeah, tell me. I think basically Dream gets attacked. Okay. And that that makes it a DQ victory for Dream by Lars. Uh, maybe. Okay. That's what I'm leaning toward. Uh, but then I guess, so my prediction is that Velveteen Dream wins, but doesn't win the title. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Man, you're so much better at thinking of the possibility. I mean, you've watched it for so much longer than I have. I don't know about that. I don't know if I'm better at it or I just, that's <laughs> what I just made up in my mind. But and it so- never, that never enters my mind. I'm always like, it's going to be a clear cut win or loss but we've seen the dq stuff happen so many times and that totally makes sense here uh it can happen it can happen once in a while you can do it on a show but they've they've done it before they built that with lars like that makes total sense 100 percent. and already locked in lars is what i'm thinking but then also gargano could be involved Mm -hmm. i like the idea of gargano losing and then like showing up later because that's a wwe thing yeah (laughs) Uh, that i've seen so yeah, yep. I like that. All right, so recapping, we both chose Matt Riddle, and then we... Which is, a, that's a tiebreaker point, so that yeah. only comes into play if, if we're tied. Right, right, right. And then we did, uh, you chose Black, I chose Gargano. And then we both chose yeah. Undisputed Era. You chose Shayna, I chose Kyrie, And then you chose Dream, and I chose Champa. So, man, we're definitely going to have a winner. There's not going to be a chance for a tiebreaker there. Right? I don't know. I, I think I, if if Dream wins and wins the title, I don't know if I get all of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that works, but um, how about this? It doesn't matter, <laughs> and uh, it'll be fun to see what does happen. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm having some folks over. We're having some burritos. Oh, hey. Uh, is it too late for me to be like, hey, I can come? Burritos. Uh, yeah, you can You can definitely come over. Okay, because the Lantern Fest got canceled again, so now I Dang. can go. Um, no, I'm cool with that. It's going to be in June now. So thanks for listening about or to us talk about NXT. And, and everyone um, who's listening is invited to answer us about what is going to happen next (laughs) with this whole Johnny and Candace situation. (laughs) Yeah, you guys. Um, Tell us your thoughts. Twitter, nextupnxt. Email nextupnxt at gmail.com. And then on Anchor, if you listen on Anchor, you just send a voice message. Does that little app tell you how many folks are tuning in? Yeah, it does. the broadcast? Oh, yeah. Thousands. Okay. So, you know, you're among thousands who at least listen for a few seconds. Yeah, and if you want thousands to know who you are and where you live, we'll call all that out. No, no. don't say those things. We'll just say that's, your answer. That's what got the voiceover Pete guy in trouble. Oh, is that what can't joke about that. <laughs> what happened? You can't joke about taking people's information. Oh, okay. Is that really what happened? Okay. Interesting. Um, But we can take his job now, so that's good for right. us. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And we'll I don't I don't know. Are we gonna record something right after just to be like, hey, this is who won and our thoughts, or do you want to roll that into the Wednesday or the you know the recap? We could talk about it. We could talk about it on the next ep. I like this okay. once a week business. We're in a yeah, good yeah. rhythm. Okay. Yeah, I like it too. All right, cool. Thanks for listening again. Thank you. We'll see you next time. See ya. 